Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, while the war in Israel continues with devastating destruction, indications of the Ezekiel 38 war crosses the thoughts of many who follow biblical prophecy. Even many in the world are concerned about the impending threat of World War III as major countries gain nuclear weapon capability. And while these are legitimate concerns, it must be understood that there is an even fiercer battle that is being waged in the spirit realm against the God of Israel and over the souls of men. Scripture does confirm that there most definitely will be a war that affects the whole world and the countries that inhabit it. But that war will not bring the world to an end. It will instead provide the pathway for the entrance of the Antichrist, who Scripture reveals will make a false peace treaty with Israel. Things will then, for a time, appear to be calmer as he convinces the world that he is the awaited Savior who will finally take care of all of men's needs. Scripture also confirms that this man of lawlessness will rule over a global governmental, religious, and economic empire. And in this series, we have been addressing the one world religion and the cosmic Christ, who is Lucifer's counterfeit of Lord Jesus, the one and only true Christ. The cosmic or universal Christ is already drawing many into its deadly deceptions, as the one world religion reaches forward toward its almost full and complete status making the need for those who are true believers in Jesus, the true Christ, to test the spirits even more diligently than we have ever done so before. For the cosmic Christ has entered into our midst with his new age practices and mindset, and many have fallen prey to the seductive ploys. In a Let Us Reason commentary, they address some of these occultic concepts and practices that have reached into the church where they write. Both Helena Blavatsky and Alice Bailey, who were Luciferian agents of darkness in the occult, spoke of a universal church, a church that could come under the Master's teachings and practices at the end of the 20th century. The Jesus of this counterfeit spirituality that is leading to a universal church is said to be one of the masters, who became God like all the other masters, and that he teaches others to become masters as well. This occultic mindset is not only found in many false ways such as Mormonism, Christ scientists, Scientology, and many others like them but it has found its way into the evangelical church of Jesus Christ. One such example is the emergent church movement, an admitted mystical movement within the church that looks to ancient mystics for their spiritual practices. Numerous new leaders are teaching and introducing concepts that are foreign from the Holy Scriptures, as if God approves of them. 
The promotion of these New Age concepts is done through books, church conferences, and the Internet. Laurie Beth Jones is a corporate leadership coach who is on the board of directors of Ken Blanchard's Lead Like Jesus Ministry, along with Rick Warren, Bill Hybels, and the New Age proponent Mark Victor Hansen. Lead Like Jesus conferences are also advertised on Rick Warren's website, pastors.com. Jones travels the world teaching business leaders how to become more effective by using spiritual concepts. She speaks along with Barbara Mars Hubbard, Neil Donald Walsh, Matthew Fox, and other New Agers. On one site, she is listed as a featured presenter at the 8th International Conference on Business and Consciousness which also advertise and promotes the Altered States of Consciousness Conference, the Sacred Sexuality Conference, and the Shamanism Conference. Laurie Beth Jones is the author of several books. One is Jesus, CEO, Using Ancient Wisdom for Visionary Leadership, which is endorsed by Ken Blanchard. On the back cover, it states, Jones presents Jesus not as a religious messiah, but as an executive leader, a kind of how-to manual for succeeding as corporate officers, end quote. She states her mission is to help people to be empowered and to review the divine excellence in themselves, and again, end quote. The back cover also states, Following the example of Jesus, a CEO who took a disorganized staff of 12 and built a thriving enterprise, end quote. There is nothing like this presented in the Holy Scriptures, and in fact, it is a blasphemous misrepresentation of the Savior. Jesus did not run a business. He rules over a kingdom not made with hands. He is the great I Am, the living Word, who became flesh and shed His holy and priceless blood to ransom the souls of men from sin's penalty of death. But in fact, much of the church is actually being run like a business and is making very great profits by doing so. Their prophets, however, are not the people who were once dead in their sins and trespasses, but who have become born again unto eternal life by way of the true gospel that they heard and believed, having become passionate followers of Lord Jesus, the true Christ. No, their prophets are material wealth, power, and success that they claim to have accessed in the name of Jesus. But this is only one tragic example of many others who are following in demonic alignment in preparation for the one world religion. There is the shack by William P. Young that presents the triune God with a black woman as Abba Father, a carpenter with a tool belt as the son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is depicted as an Asian woman named Sarayu who was a Hindu goddess and chief consort of the sun god. The shack was lauded by many well-known pastors and used as a study guide in Bible study groups. Comments like, I came to know and understand the triune God as never before by reading this excellent book. Not even the Bible gave me such tremendous insight. 
and then there was Love Wins by Rob Bell, which is a book proclaiming a universal salvation, in which all men are saved, whether they believe in Jesus and his unadulterated word of truth or not, and that there is no hell. Time would not allow us to list and cover the hundreds and even thousands of books, videos, and movies that present a false gospel and another Jesus, who is the cosmic or universal Jesus that fits all sizes, or the many churches that are involved in occultic practices such as Bethel Church, just to name one. And many who name themselves Christian are following them like lambs being led to the slaughter. Please do not be complacent in your understanding of how purposed Lucifer is in his agenda to replace the true Christ and to steal his worship for himself. The cosmic or universal Christ also presents himself within the church in a more subtle way as well. He becomes universal by being dumbed down or made common, so to speak. For the universal Christ is a complacent Savior who has put himself on the level of man, and in some cases even lower. He doesn't judge, he doesn't demand, and he doesn't convict of sin. Instead, he leads people into a better life and a higher consciousness for man to attain to. He is not feared, and he is not bowed down to. But while he is adored by some, it is really his antidotes for a better life and higher achievement that his worshippers hunger for. The cosmic Christ attracts people by centering every message to meet something within man's fallen nature and his desire to be God himself. And this Antichrist counterfeit is prevalent in the church of today. Books like Your Best Life Now and The Power of I Am by Joel Osteen, the latter of which he uses the holy name of Jehovah God that he told Moses to say to the people in recognition of himself, offer the readers the way to happiness, fulfillment, and success. In other words, your best life now. In his book, The Power of I Am, Joel leads the reader into mantras of I am whatever I believe that I am. To quote him, whatever follows the I am will eventually find you. When you say that, I am beautiful, not only does beauty, youth, and freshness start coming your way, but on the inside, your spirit also comes alive. Not only is this the height of pride and mysticism, it is blasphemous. In the story of the Pied Piper, when the supposed Savior was refused his pay, he turned into a satanic seducer and came for the children, who, entranced by the notes of his flute, were transfixed and followed the piper out of town to simply vanish. It is suggested that the children actually died in an outbreak of disease from the rats that the piper was supposed to lead away from the town and were buried in a common grave at the site of their disappearance. This analogy may not be far from truth, for the enemy of God comes under the guise of an angel of light, but he is a liar and a murderer who comes to rob, kill, and destroy 
and his false Christ is leading many into their eternal demise. And the worst will come when the Antichrist shows up on the scene of earth in full manifestation of this manipulative deceiver, and his wickedness will know no end. In Jeremiah 29.13, the Lord offers this life-saving promise. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. When he is sought for in truth, he will be found, for he is the truth. The true gospel of Jesus Christ reveals the one and only Messiah of God and man's only hope of salvation, who comes to give life and that life more abundantly as confirmed in John 10.10. But that life comes only through a man or woman first sharing in his death and becoming born again of his spirit. Man must recognize his own fallen nature, his wretchedness, his unbelief, and his rebellion against God's commandments, as he seeks to live his own life on his own terms and seeing himself as good or worthy by his own standards. Genuine salvation is manifested once a man's eyes are opened by the Holy Spirit to see his true and hopeless condition apart from the Savior, who came to ransom him and to transfer him out of the realm of sin and darkness and into God's glorious kingdom of love and light. The one who hears the implanted word of life, believes and repents with all their hearts, is forgiven and washed clean in the shed blood of the Lamb of God. He then becomes a new creation in Christ Jesus the Lord, born again unto eternal life with the Father in heaven. This is the true gospel of Jesus Christ, the Mighty One, who was and is and is to come. As we close for today, in sacred rebuttal to every false Christ that the enemy has devised, I would like to leave us with the true identity of Jesus Christ, the great I Am, our Savior, our Lord, and our King. In Revelation nineteen eleven to 16 we see him through the eyes of John. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat upon it is called Faithful and True and in righteousness he judges and wages war. And his eyes are a flame of fire, and upon his head are many diadems. And he has a name written upon him, which no one knows except himself. And he is clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. And from his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with it he may smite the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron. And he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God the Almighty. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Praise His name forever. And, as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. 
You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.